is the deal? It's the one and only. Y'all already know SB here with the boy, Romy Rome. And this, hold up, man. Hold up, hold up. Nah, let me redo that. Let me redo that. Man, I stay doing yo, that. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. It's the one and only. Y'all already know SB here with the boy, Romy Rome. Also, here with the reigning, defending FML Super Bowl champ, representing the NFC North, representing those cheese heads, Green Bay Packers head coach. What's up, Doc? What's good, fellas? I appreciate you having me, man. Gratitude. Yeah, we're glad Thank to you have for you coming, man. man. Thank you for coming. Uh, sure. You are our first guest. Trial by fire, man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, <laughs> I'm going um, to kick it off with a question, though, before we even get started. I'm going to kick it off with a question. Uh, how did you feel? winning your first Super Bowl? Like, what did it mean to you winning your first Super Bowl in FML? Oh, man, it was huge, man. I, when I first got in, and you know, big shout-out to Mantra for handing me over to Packers. <laughs> um, I was I was expecting to go into a bad situation. So I, when I got to Packers and I saw the roster, I was like, oh, snap, I can get a ring within this Aaron Rodgers window. So I didn't think I would get one in season two. Um but, man, it, it felt great to get it, man, because this is one of the most competitive leagues I've played in. And uh-huh. um, for you to lock in that long to get a, a ring or even make the playoffs, it, it can get exhausting. So it feels good to get that ring out the way. I kind of have a little more, you know, be a little more free with it. But, man, it feels great, man. I'm, I just hope I get this trophy soon. Can't wait to put that up in the man cave. Oh, yeah. You already know yes, that sir. hardware. I do got – I do got. Uh, I want to cut you off. On that, on the same question, when you said you looked at the roster, when you didn't see uh, Devontae Adams, what was uh, what was going through your mind? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yo, I, I'm pretty sure I was, I was pretty vocal about what was going on through my <laughs> mind. Like, how do you trade the best receiver in the game, uh, let alone Devontae Adams from the Packers? It's probably one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So my biggest thing was like, you know, my number one receiver is MVS, and he's one of the most inconsistent receivers oh, yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. And so, you know, I just kind of had to come up with a scheme on like, how am I going to compete without Devontae Adams? And uh, shout out to to the Buccaneers; they sent me Mike Evans. We got oh, that. Oh my gosh! Let's not get started <laughs> on that. <laughs> what, you, what you got for him, Rome? What you got for him, man? You know, before we kick this off, I mean, my question is more so kind of like, uh, like, a, like a topic go get it, right? Like, I got a two part question for you. I guess we'll do this before we get into the rest of the show, but I, I, I want to get a little, I want to get a little toxic early, you know? Um, let's get so, to so, a uh, question for you, you know, obviously, as you're the, as the defending champ and as we start to approach closer to the playoffs, right? In your opinion, mm. In your opinion, in the NFC, who do you feel like you have to worry about the most? And who do you feel like you have to worry about the least? And when we say the least, we mean Yeah, out of contenders. The yeah, there you go. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Uh the most I, I have not played a Ponte, so this is kind of a Ooh, it's kind okay. of a one sided question. I played him this year, but I haven't played him yet. And from what I've seen, he's very <laughs> Uh, strategic with, with how he plays. But the guy that I'm worried about the most, as we know, and you say this kind of like a pseudo rivalry, but the Vikings, man, DZ, mm-hmm. um, the, the scheme that he has, man, on defense, you really have to play – you got to play locked in or you're going to lose. And um, 
I know he he gets up for the games that he wants to, as you can tell. As he, you know, he'll play Davin Cook some games. He wants some games, but um, when he's locked in, he's the most the guy that I have to worry about the most. Um, now, as far as the lease, I would have to say uh, <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, uh, but I would probably say Koozie. Okay. Uh, just well, I because... like that. I like that. Please, please expand on that. <laughs> yes, please expand. Kuzi Kuzi dominates his his division, right? You know, he has the Seahawks, he has, you know, 49ers and um and Estrada, which we know about Estrada. Um when he gets to the playoffs, he kind of he, he's almost like a one or two trick pony. Mm-hmm. So really all you gotta do is kind of know what he's about to do and take that away from him. And then you kind of got like a, uh, it, it's kind of an easy game after that, respectfully. Ooh, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's kind of cookie cutter when he, you know, because he's been so successful with it. So he's, you're he's telling me that that offense is nothing to worry about. It's definitely whatsoever. something to worry about. If if Kuzi is comes it? up with a, with a more diverse game plan, yes, then he's a problem. Mm. But from okay. what I've seen, he he does you know cookie cutter stuff, and if it don't work, then, yeah, yeah, okay. and, the, the, and that defense is you know a little a little subpar, which exactly. is unexpected with the talent that they have there. But um, but you heard it here first. The reigning <laughs> champ is not worried about Koozie and the Cardinals. Just keep that in mind as we as we as we go forward. All right, he's not worried at all. <laughs> are you uh, like we, uh do i do i hear a uh do i hear some do on that doc or or is this just you just talking out out your rear right now how, no, are, how are you gonna bet do on this? To, look, no 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 i'm talking it's about proven. doc i'm talking to doc is doc willing to put do on that that you know that that, that what the koozie's gonna be koozie's a one trick koozie's a one a, a one trick pony he's nothing to worry about in the playoffs i don't think he will make it to the conference championship Okay. Okay. And that's that's based off of what's happened in the past. I've I've, I've knocked him out of playoffs the first year. I knocked him out of playoffs the second season. Damn, did you? Um, he did. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. I I'm just saying that you know I'm laying that out. Dude's a yeah. great GM. Uh, he's he's kicking everybody, but you got his but, number. You, know, you got to switch it All up right. a little more. And my uh my last my last question. I had a last question, but I. Got, I you kind of answered it already. It was going to be what, what did you feel your biggest obstacle is in the FML? Like uh, st- as far as staying consistent, you know, with, I'm pretty sure that this is a really competitive league. You won your Super Bowl, but what, what do you feel like your biggest obstacle is getting back and maintaining that superior play? Especially after, especially after winning a ring already. Right. You know, you want to yeah. maintain that consistency. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm just going to sound in the most humble way, bro, the biggest obstacle would be me. Mm-hmm. It, like mm-hmm. I said, it's, it's very, very tough to kind of lock in. And you can kind of see in my, my, my seasons, I go on runs. Like, I don't, I'll lose a few in a row. I'll go on a run and win a couple in a row. But it, you really got to lock in in FML every single game. And that's the thing about a guy like Matt is he seems to be locked in every single game. Yeah. Where me, it's I kind of need. And that yeah. is tough. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, and so and I kind of treat the regular season like like preseason, and you know, not to disrespect opponents, but that's the that's the time to get your interceptions out of the way. Get your you know, if you want to try a new scheme, you know, you do all of that stuff in the regular season. But when the playoffs come around, you gotta 
you got to have your identity and you got to know what to stick to that's, that's going to work for you. So that if that person beats you, it's, it's doing something that you know that you can do best. Right. And so, mm. you know, that's the biggest obstacle is, is kind of I got to be locked in when the time comes. So I can feel that. Okay. If you wanted that. a team, I can give you one. But, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. No, that, that, that was a question about yourself, pretty much. That was it. I won't need no team. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of interested in the team, but I feel like it's going to be about one that we heard. <laughs> yeah, <So>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, saying the usual suspects. <laughs> right, 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 right. But um, hey, with that being said, we're gonna uh, take a quick break and we're gonna get straight into the uh to the hot debate, and um, we're gonna have a little uh treat for that also after these commercial breaks. Welcome back to Pick Six. It's the one and only. You already know SB here with the boy, Romy Rome. Again, with our special guest, Doc. We're going to get into something that everybody's been waiting for. We've been hearing about it since week three. That good old salute or boot. <laughs> you know they've been waiting. So Always. we delivering. Salute or boot. Romy Rome. I'm going to let you kick this off. I'm going to let you kick it off. All right, well, I'm going to go with the with the good before we go to the bad, right? So I'll probably do my salute first. This is the team that I feel like is right now in a in a certain situation where they, there's not really a, like a clear contender of this division, right? It seems to keep changing. And I feel like right now they're kind of stuck in the middle of it trying to figure out their identity. And that's the mm-hmm. Raiders. Um, the Raiders are, are right now, they're 3-7, right? I'm going I'm to salute the Raiders. Um they oh, give them a salute. Okay. Give them a salute. They're struggling right now. Uh they're on a three-game losing streak. But I feel like when they play inside their division, they compete. They do a really good job versus the Chiefs, excuse me, the Chargers and the Broncos, which as, as we've seen, Kelvin the Broncos is sneaky at times. Um mm-hmm. but but they made the trade. What was it? Season one? They got rid of Derek Carr and they brought in Joe Burrow, right? Joe Burrow. Yeah. Having a solid season, you know, 14 touchdowns, seven interceptions, um, about 2,200 yards, roughly 57% completion rating. But they, he, he averages about 281 yards um, passing a game with a 105 rating. So, so Burrow is actually having a somewhat decent of a season, right? The team itself is, is struggling. Um, and I feel like a lot of it has to do with Sanders right now. I feel like he's not as productive in the run game as he maybe should be. That's another guy that they traded for. Um, got rid of Josh Jacobs, sent him to, to Philly and took him. So I feel like the biggest issue right now with the Raiders is there's a lot of movement, right? They're, do, they're doing some things that, that guys like, that, like Iota with Baltimore will do, right? Making, <laughs> making a lot of moves, and they try to make the team adjust to it. And right now I feel like he's, he's, he's having a hard time finding his identity with this team. Um, I think as we go on, it'll get better. One thing I really like, is he's already got two receivers who are about to crack a thousand yards by next oh. week. By next week, two receivers. He, he he gotta find a way to turn on though. He gotta find a way to turn them stats and the wins though, no matter right. how you look at it. You know, right. And but but that's what I mean. Like, so there's a reason, like he's struggling, and right now he's not really a contender. But you know, that's the whole point, right? We usually salute somebody that's struggling that we feel yeah. like at some point might get a, a second shot. So, you know, Ruggs already got 982. Eight touchdowns. Waller, 962, seven touchdowns. 
Um, Schuster is way behind them with 340 and a touchdown. <laughs> Wilbur, 299, so on and so forth. Um, and this defense just gets killed week in, week out, right? Um, <laughs> they, they play in a division with a lot of speed, a lot of, a lot of good talent, and then Beast is, is starting to find himself at the right moment, right? So him, to me, is my salute. Uh, I'm going to salute him. I feel like going I forward, he's he going to be a little bit better. Contention I do wise. like that salute. I do like that salute. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it seems like, like you said, a defense. It seems like everybody scores scores at least thirty on. Hmm. So he, he, I feel like he on that. He on. He walking on thin ice of a salute and a boot. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. So, hey, it is hey, close. This year, this year you made you, you made it. You know what I'm saying? You made it. And I and I will say that's one of those guys that like I was talking about earlier. They don't really have an identity when it's time to lock in. There's a lot of spread out talent. And then, like you said, and this is a shameless plug, but on my first episode uh, of the House Call podcast, mm-hmm. he said off the gate, he's 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 a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. So him not having, you know, his pieces ready with the Raiders, I think he's getting there. But, you know, putting up 30 points a game, that's still just not going to cut it. But, you know, he, he's getting there, dog. He's getting there. I mean, are mm-hmm. we there yet? I mean, no guy, no. Uh, 30, 30 a game. Yeah, hey. hey, give us the bad, man. Give us the ugly. Okay, I'll cut right into the ugly, right? Uh, and, and before you guys start talking about the good. The ugly, I think it's pretty obvious uh, for the most part. I feel like a lot of us have this team in mind. This team uh, started off, I think it was like 4-2 and two last season. And they fell apart as the season went on, right? And they ended up losing the division to a team that started off one and six. Now uh-huh. it looks like the same thing is happening, four and two, and now you lose four in a row. The four and six Houston Texans boot that team. Boot that team. <laughs> this team, man, I've never seen an organization talk so much and not live up oh, to it. Man. Like it's 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 crazy to me. Um, I'll go through the schedule real quick before I start getting into stats, right? Because it's it's pretty weird. <laughs> Uh, because he's beaten like teams that I feel like he should have lost to, but then he's getting like killed by other teams, right? So uh, he beat the Colts, which is a division rival, twenty-three to three, right? Smooth, in my opinion, hasn't really established himself with the Colts, but he's a good division rival in a way. He he see, he sneaks in some wins. He reminds me a lot of Kelvin Rebel, um, Aponte in the Panthers. Aponte put up fifty-two on him, right? Put up fifty-two. That game was weird. I'm not going to lie. That game was weird. That game was weird. Before I continue to go on, keep this in mind. He traded Deshaun Watson in the offseason and drafted a receiver at number three in the draft. Okay? Keep this in mind as as we go down this list. (laughs) He beat the Bucs on a Hail Mary pass at the end of the game, in my opinion. Um, A lot of weird things happened that game, too. It was very back and forth. He was showboating a lot and put himself in bad situations. Uh, That game could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the story for a lot of these games as I go further down the list, right? So, mm-hmm. Titans. Titans put up 41 on Lost to the Titans. The Steelers, who I feel like we've talked about as a maybe ACC team. Yeah, that game was pathetic. Lost seven to nothing. <laughs> that, game that game was, was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely Not a single pathetic. point was scored until the final two it felt like it was game. Friday Night Lights, man. <laughs> <laughs> then he beats the Dolphins, who... I feel like has really disappointed everybody this year. Um, lost to the Raiders, who I'm saluting. Lost to him by three points. Three years. Lost to the Browns, who he said all season was the schedule, the game that he had marked down. That was the biggest game of the year. Jumper versus Mac. He lost 27-18. <laughs> 
He loses to the Falcons, who does have a fairly good offensive roster, even though despite that roster, the 30th in offense, which makes zero sense <laughs> oh, to me. Yeah. And nice. zero. And this game was back and forth to the very end, right? He was showboating. This is for those who did not tune into this game, he had the game <laughs> in the bag. He picked it off, ran it down the field, and about five yards shy of the end zone, taunted and got caught. He did not score a touchdown following that play. And he ended up losing. That Colts. goes down to this day. That goes down to discipline, man. That, that, that's, discipline. that's a direct yeah, right. that's, a, so, that's a direct representation then, of the coach. And then he loses to the Colts 14 to 17. Um tough, tough road ahead for this Texans team. You can't talk the way that you talk, especially to your division rivals, and you well, I wouldn't even call them rivals because it doesn't seem like you have any shot of beating them. But um you're not putting yourself in a good position at all. You're talking so much to the point where it's not reflecting on the field. Anytime you lose at least four games at any point in the season, that just looks terrible. <laughs> looks awful, especially after a four and two start. So, Drew Locke like took it. over for. Um, I like this, it. This is where you guys are probably going to find this interesting. Oh, well, we've had a little bit of a shuffle game going on at the quarterback position since the departure of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> so, oh my God. Davis Mills originally was the starter. <laughs> Davis Mills, man. Did not I saw perform. Him. I think we saw him at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Did not perform at the in. level that he wanted. Minshew was thrown in there. It was kind of like back and forth between Minshew and Mills. And then eventually he's like, all right, I'm going to stick with Mills. Um, and then Drew Locke came into, the, came into the factor, which Drew Locke has thrown 18 touchdowns and 16 interceptions. This is a chuck and pray offense, right? So it's really 50-50 balls being thrown downfield. Not a terrible out. statistics, but but only a, a two uh, differential between touchdown and interception is never good. Um, Najee Harris was a good addition for him. About to hit 1,000 yards, but you got a 1,000-yard rusher with only three touchdowns. What's going on there? Mm. And then Harvey Harrison, who you, who you picked number three, having a phenomenal season. But with him having a probably offensive rookie uh, of the year season – in the AFC, why are you not winning more than four games at this point in the season and you're now on a four-game losing streak? I'm interested to know that. Um, don't really care for the answer because I feel like we're just going to hear a lot of bullshit. But boot this team, boot this organization. They need to stop talking, just play the game, be humble, figure out a way to win, and just shut up. Sit down. Shut up. Be humble. Right. So I don't hey, know there you have it. Bit, but. Houston Texans. Ooh. Hey, you got something for that, dog? You got anything to say about the Texans? Man, we- <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with, you know, what Jerome is saying. And I think what we're witnessing right now is Sir Jumper being humble. Sir Jumper. In FML. <laughs> like, because I've, I've seen him in other leagues. And I'll, I'll be lying if I sat up here and said the Jumper is just trash. But what he does, he talks himself up so high. Mm-hmm. You know, with that much glory will come great disappointment. And so you either going to put up or you're going to – you got to shut up at this point because <laughs> yeah. he, he gets in his own way. And like like Jerome like Jerome was saying is that you can you can get in the game and be winning, but then he starts celebrating. He starts throwing stupid passes, and it's like, dude, you're just not, you're just not locked in. But he can show up if he, if he comes in the game humble and determined to, you know, win the game. But so – Yeah, you, you can't – because we've seen it. We've seen a lot of his games because I feel like a lot of eyes are on him based off of some of the things that he is saying. <laughs> and he'll be in it. Like, he'll be competing. And then all of a sudden he starts 
throwing uh, fakes on punts by by passing it with yeah. the punter, taunting with the the DBs, doing like doing some really weird things that is just not winning football. You can't expect to win those games while doing these things. Um, he reminds me a lot of Cowboys fans in real life, right? A lot of talk, a lot of hype, <laughs> and then you're yeah. just disappointed at the finale. So yeah, yeah. every week. Every year, week three, they go in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Right. And my last thing is just be accountable when you lose. You are losing fans when you talk that big game. You don't want to do the post-game interview. You got to you gotta live up to it when you don't deliver. So Right. You, know. you, you can't talk all that, and then as soon as somebody calls you out for not delivering, you can't be in your feelings all defensive that, like, people are attacking you. They're not attacking you. They're, they're trying to get you to understand that you're talking too much. Yeah. <laughs> I see potential in him. He just got to be better. That's all, yeah. you know. Yeah. You got anything yeah, on that SB before you move on? I, no? I ain't got nothing, but I did. I I, I do. I do like our dogs being nice. You know, he sees potential. <laughs> <laughs> you he know. sees potential. You know, what I mean? he's talking like a professor, like a, a true doc. You know, what you know. PhD. Hey, <laughs> let me let me get the minds though. For my salute, he's a new user. You know, he's a new user. Um, NFC North. Record's pretty bad. Three and seven. But I'm going to salute the Detroit Lions. Um, hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. For the sole mm-hmm. reason, you know, his losses, you know, Chargers. The defending champ blew him out 47-14, you know. Uh, his loss to the Bears. But he beat Aponte. You know, number one, uh, one number one seed in the NFC right at this moment, and he and, and he did it, holding him to twenty points. So that right there shows me that he has what it takes to compete. You know, it's just if he can do it every week. And if you if you go down a list of his losses, there within you know there are ten points here, seven points there. You know, ten. Yeah, he's he's not he's not getting beat by a lot. Mm. Even his loss, even his loss to the Bucks was by seven. You know, and then he beats the Falcons, you know, another top seed in the NFC South. So it's not like he doesn't have it in him. It's just that it's, it's if he can just consistently do it. He has a rookie quarterback, uh, Whiteside, who is who, who's balling. Pretty good. You know, rookie, he, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's having a good year. And I, I think some of his losses is due to the turnovers and interceptions that uh, Whiteside's throwing. And I think that's just him just being young. Uh, not not seeing the, how fast the defenses are here in FML, and it, it's just it's, it's it's culture shock, essentially, you know. And mm-hmm. once he gets better, I think gear two, I think Detroit's gonna be on a um he's not gonna be three and eight next year. You know what I'm saying? I I I I'm willing to put up due. He's not gonna be three and eight next year. Uh, and that's what I'm gonna salute. I'm gonna salute. I'm gonna Detroit, I'm gonna salute Detroit Lions on that one. Uh, yeah. Y'all got, y'all got anything for that? Um. I mean, I can I can see it. You know, like you said, a lot of those games probably could have gone either way. Um, I feel like some games, I because I, I watched a few of his games too. A lot of the stats he gets though is the garbage time. Like he starts to get closer um, in point differential in garbage time, um, and that's you know also a you know a discredit to the other users that he's playing for not keeping their their foot on the gas and allowing him to get himself back into the game. But um, absolutely, Whiteside is going through growing pains. Definitely reminds me of some quarterbacks that we saw last season that were fairly new to teams and they and they had some growing pains. Um, and he's still a new user, like you said. We've seen the Lions get tossed around like like a little girl uh, that just yes. turned eighteen, you know. So 
<laughs> he uh, he took over a team that wasn't very well put together. A lot of bad contracts. Uh, and he and he's trying to find a way to win with with what he has and make some moves on his own. So um, I'm gonna stick with you on what you said about the whole three and eight comment. He he may not be, uh, but he yeah. is still in a tough division. So who knows? Uh, Toughest division in, in 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 the league. I'm not gonna lie though. When you said salute. At first, I was a little question. I, I was a little concerned, but as as you went on, uh, you know, you brought up a lot of good points. So, um, hold on, I, hold on. I, 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 I like to repeat what I just said, though. Toughest division in the uh, in in the league. Stop it. <laughs> I, I like to repeat that one more time. Hey, Doc, hold on. Do you hear me? Toughest division Yo. in the league. Stop it. Yo, we can talk about that. And this yeah. this is where this is where I gotta kind of <laughs> completely agree with Taco. And I'm saying that now because. Mm-hmm. The Lions right now, this season that you're seeing, is a lot of growing pains. And, and to be honest, and what I've seen from Jordan in the past, uh, Coach Jordan needs a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Whiteside is not that. Which so is like, like not. Yeah. yeah. I think he ran like a 5'4 in the 40-yard in, in dance. He, he was a snake. Yeah. He got like 68 speed. Yep. And so like what Paco I, was saying, I, I, think he, I think he may be the slowest African-American quarterback we've seen <laughs> in FML history. Yeah, he's like Byron <laughs> Leftwich, bro. <laughs> he is. And so like Taco was saying, is he he's he's having to read the speed of defenses in the FML. And I think that he's getting into a lot of turnovers due to him not being able to kind of extend plays a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um I don't know what he's gonna do with Whiteside if that's who he needs to stick with, but uh he's not the guy right now unless he just turns into a monster with actually throwing dots. But mm-hmm. um he, he's he's definitely underrated. I'll put it like that. So if you're saluting Detroit, who are you booting? That's what I want. Look, look. I talked about him last week, actually. You know what I'm saying? This guy, all right. Terrible offseason. If you ask me, the offseason was just hideous. Hideous. <laughs> first, first, first thing you do is you get rid of your quarterback. And then if that wasn't enough, let's go down to the, one of the top three running backs in the league and hey, let's get rid of him too. <laughs> I know where do this it. is going. I know where this is going. We can get rid of him. We <laughs> oh, don't need bro. him. And then if that wasn't enough, let's go to the defense and hmm, our youngest, I think with the most potential defender on the team, let's get rid of him too. Why not? Why not? We don't need defense except we just allow 40 points a game. We don't need that. You know, <laughs> I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys. You get rid of Dak. You get rid of Zeke, you get rid of Parsons, you're receiving the boot, my friend. You're receiving the boot. Boot him. <laughs> boot him. Three and eight. Three and eight. Like, three and eight. Everybody in the division that you're in is improving. And he's, you see that. So why would you intentionally get rid of pretty much the top players in that division to receive? I mean, you get Billy Baker. He's a rookie. He's playing like a rookie. He was a pretty good coach, though. Go ahead. <laughs> he did get Cam Akers. Cam Akers is having a so-so year. But let's just be real. If you're playing the Cowboys and you don't see Zeke, you're not playing the run. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and Cam Akers is not a, enough of a threat to run inside. So you know he's not going inside. So, you know, all anything he's going to do is run outside. And if he does run them side, Ken Akers is going to get hit. You know what I'm saying? Them D tackles are going to eat him up. So, I'm not playing. So, you, you can plan him offensively is so much easier with him just getting rid of the, 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 the those players that he has. Dak, 
can throw outside the pocket, throw in the run. He, he can his escapability is crazy. Now he don't got that. So now them blitzes, and you're not worried about Billy Baker running for fifty yards. Hell, <laughs> you're not even worried about Billy Baker throwing for fifty yards. <laughs> it's it's just, I I just don't see, I, I just don't see how he, why he did that. You know, I don't see it. So yeah. to me. There's no way he's recovering from this. That team was – you give any user that that team started a cycle, the team is set. Yeah, that's a, that's a contending team. If, if you can manage the money, you're good. This right here is just him being like him, – him staying up too late. Coach Dub stayed up too late one night and was like, I'm bored. Let me go to the trade block. <laughs> and went to the trade block and was like, let me trade this guy, trade this guy. He should have went to sleep. And woke up and just played this game the next day, man. Right now, and he, he's on the look. I'm gonna tell you right now, hey, Romy, Rome, Rome. Mm. Look, man, look. Hot seat. Not only hot seat, dog. I'm, <laughs> I'm think. Uh, I'm thinking Atlantic Ten, man. What you thinking? Ooh. Atlantic Ten. It's no, no, bad. hold on, it's hold on, bad, stop, stop. What you thinking? Atlantic Ten. What you uh, Conference USA? What you thinking, dog? I'll be giving him uh, the uh, the American, American League, you know. Miak, hey, we'll give him we'll, we'll give him Miak because he got Billy Baker, you know the whole yeah. the whole the whole Compton thing. But look, Prime, you know. Prime, you've officially graduated to FML, Coach Dub. Welcome to the Miak Conference, son. <laughs> so, um, well, hold on before I move on. Are, are you good? Are you done? I'm I'm done, man. Okay, that's I- it. So I think I think between the three of us, like we can all kind of agree that there's just some people in this league that they love to trade, regardless of what they have. Um, some guys just they can't help they get themselves. Bored. They, just they get, get bored. bored. Some guys want to build teams. Some guys just want to tear apart whatever team they took on and start changing things. And I think this is something that we're seeing with Dallas. Like you said, he got bored. There was even comments in circus about like, oh, I just didn't. I, I wanted to move on from Dak and Zeke. I, I could see moving on from one of them. Both but both, both of them? them? Oh man. Both. I ain't got much to say besides what you just said. I this agree. man, this man traded in a Tesla for a Honda. I can't do it, man. You can't make this up. You and can't make this up. Not not to mention he took a, a quarterback that was originally drafted by the Saints as a bust. And he was clearly trash. Pretty clearly trash. He bet his whole future on that quarterback rather than drafting one of his own. Um, and Dak is even struggling in LA, so it's like, what's re- what's going on? Uh, but that's a whole nother story, right there. Right, that's a whole nother story. Yeah, I'm interested to know. Well, actually, Doc, go ahead and give your insight first. Sorry. Well, yeah. So, yeah, you guys want the money with that? I completely agree with both both of your uh, saluting boots, but. For my salute, man, and I can't believe I didn't bring this up, man. This is probably one of the most underrated guys right now. Mm-hmm. He's playing Super Bowl football right now, and that is Coach Beast and his Chargers. Okay. When you look it up, man, he's like he's top three, top two, maybe number two behind the, the Washington or Commandos, Commanders, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's number two behind those guys in points allowed. So he's playing excellent defense, and in my opinion, that's that's the true defensive ranking is how many points are you giving up in a game? And uh, he, he doesn't turn the ball over. He's like top three in like in, in giveaways as far as not turning the ball over. So to me, that's championship football, and that's the same comparison 
when guys talk about Mac, that's what he does best, play great defense, does not turn the ball over. Chargers is locked in right now, and if he can keep this up, I, I, would, I would not be surprised if he's in the Super Bowl. So I got to give a big shout-out to, to Beast. I like, I, like I like that. I like that pick. I like that pick. I will say, uh, so normally we do, like, teams that are struggling for Saluda Boot, right? But I'm going to accept that one because they've been struggling the first two seasons. Absolutely. And so for them to, to, right. to, to pull it together and get to where they are right now, uh, and, you know, it really came down to personnel, SB. You know, we talked about that. It was really the personnel that was holding Beast back. Uh, we could see a big difference now that they got a nice rookie running back, Jalen Ramsey, on defense. Um, that was big. Man. That was huge. Oh that was big. Huge. I don't care. Yeah, Ramsey is a game changer, man. So I, I like that one. That's, that's, that's a good pick. So who do you I, I had to give him his props, man. I know he's not struggling right now, but he had to be mentioned. So he's been way yeah, like too, too quiet like right now. Pick. I like that pick. Uh, so I like uh, it, especially my, because the last time we brought up Beast, it wasn't good. On right. the show, I remember. We, I think we time. had to go in on him. Oh yeah, he got it. <laughs> what else yeah. you got for us? Ah man, this the boot is kind of tough because. <laughs> Ah oh, man, I, I, I got to go this route because this is another guy that does not get talked about a lot, mm-hmm. but this has got to stop. Um, the Miami Dolphins, man. Uh, oh, okay. It, it's just, it's, it's got to stop. You got it. You're in a division with, with Asian who clearly states that his goal is not, not to win right now. Oh. You got P. Will, who's laying low. He's a new user. He's trying not to get in. You know, he's staying low, trying not to get violations. He's learning the game. Right. And then you got Boogie. You are – you make or break that division with the Miami Dolphins. That's not a sorry team to run with. And then, you know, you're showing up the games. You're showing up the games drunk. The coach is drunk in, at, at halftime. <laughs> you know, he, 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 he's clipping his toenails while he's playing. I don't know. But it's, it's not – it's not helping because he's giving away games that he should be winning. And um, right. I don't know if he needs to just try harder, but the talent is there. You know, he gave away to him. That's true. But the talent in Miami is there. And I, I feel like that division should be a little bit more co- uh, competitive. And it shouldn't it's be not- just hand me down the boogie every year. Yeah, it's not competitive at all. At all. That division, that division is, is, is I will, crazy. I will own up and say that I was very, very wrong about Joe at the beginning of this cycle. He let me down completely, and I will never support That's crazy. him going forward. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that boot. Um, yeah. I'd boot him, too. Because <laughs> right. this man, Go Jesus ahead. Christ. It, he's He's just not trying, bro. I don't get he's it. Not, he's not. So, like, the, the, the thing I, is, is like, you don't want to, like, you, you, you don't want to just come out and say that somebody's not trying, you know, because this, this then that's, you know, questioning their, you know, their credit character and stuff. But, 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 but there comes a time where, like, dang, <laughs> like, everybody, everybody in the division, but one person cannot be under 500. It can't be like that. There's really? no way consistently. It's no way, man. The way I see it is you got, some really young raw talent on that team that that like you said is it could definitely be a winning team at least in that division maybe even Absolutely. a wild card team in the AFC if you're not going to yeah. use them get rid of them and give them to somebody that's going to actually use them properly please because you got yeah. Will Fuller going to waste you got Jalen Waddle going to waste you yeah. gave up Tua you moved on you added some so you've been cycling through QBs trying to figure out who you want um and it's just not helping out the team at all at, at all 
And like, like you, you look said, at Will Fuller in any other league, Will Fuller's top like t- ten and receiving in, in every league. Right. Yeah, Bo- bomb City. Boogie yeah. should not, and this isn't a discredit to Boogie at all, because I already know as soon as I say this, we're gonna see some emotion later on. <laughs> he should not be winning <laughs> yeah. the division this clear cut um every single season. There's no competitiveness yeah. in that division at all. It's too easy for him. Look, man, big time Bug's doing his thing, dog. He's he doing his thing. It's no discredit, but I'm saying there's no there's no competition in that division. Like yeah. I feel like competition makes everybody better. Obviously, he's, he's a he's a clear cut playoff team every single season, but that also you know is is a tribute to what he has around him in his division. Luckily yeah. enough for him, he's not playing down to to their level, um, which is definitely a, a good thing to to um, look on for his, his credibility. But it's just like you said, Joe could easily compete in that division. I for whatever reason, he's not, and I don't know why. Yeah, this is more so just to call out for, for him to step it up because I know he can do better, but I, I just feel like he's not locked in at all. And so if he can do that, make it a little bit more tough, you know, for the guys in that division, yeah, you know, I, I got um, hope in him. I got hope in so, him. So, we, so I'm going to do something different. I'm, I'm going to put both of y'all on the spot real quick. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I know we didn't discuss this, but look, check this out. We, I'm going to call this honorable mention. <laughs> Salute a boot honorable mention. Okay, right. so hold on before 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 we do the honorable mention, it, does it have to be teams that are struggling for a salute? No, I'm okay. gonna throw out a team. I'm gonna throw out a team. Okay, and I want y'all to say salute a boot. Okay, and you don't have to give no explanation. Just say salute a boot. You can you can go first, um, Doc. I mean, you can give an exp- explanation if you want, but I'm not gonna require one just because I know I we ain't discussed this right here. Hey. Oh man. Okay. L.A. Rams salute or boot? Ah, uh, see, he was close, and this is a. Uh, this is borderline. This is tough, man. This is really, hey, really uh, tough. Hey, spit it out. Gonna, hey, salute or boot? Salute. I'm gonna stick with salute mostly because of the fact that I'm gonna give an explanation. I know you said we don't have to, but I wanna, I wanna at least explain yeah. why, so you guys better understand it. Maybe you look at me. Um, he had to so. A lot of guys make trades because they they want to. He had mm-hmm. to make these trades that he currently made, right, in order to rebuild Money. this team. Money was a big was a big problem. Um, Ramsey was holding up a lot of cap space for him, so he moved on from him. But he added some really good pieces to this team: Asante Samuel, some really young raw talent on the defensive side. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, Dak is not not subpar. He's playing like it right now, but they they're taking a chance on a young uh, running back that they that they traded from um, the Jets who was not being utilized over there. So this team is kind of trying to find their identity right now. Um, mm-hmm. Estrada finished the second half of the season very strong last season. He started off very bad, but he finished it strong. And right now, I think we're kind of seeing a lot of inconsistency with him because he's trying to find his identity now that he has basically a new roster to deal with. Uh, so I'm going to salute him because I feel like at some point he will find his identity. Uh, and this isn't something that he put himself in a position in. It's just something that he, the, it was, it was inevitable. We knew at some point the Rams would come across a stage where they'd have to rebuild, and that's what he's facing right now. I ain't got a salute from Jerome. What you got, Doc? Salute a boot. I, I got to give him a pass, but he's not far from a boot because all right, all right. when I first got <laughs> in here, he was a playoff contender. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And you know, I know things are going on outside of you know coaching. 
coaching the Rams and all of that stuff. But like, man, how long are we got? How long do the LA fans have to wait, man? How long? You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. LA just as rough as New York, man. You know, That's all I'm the talent next, is there. Next team with throws, they three and eight. Indianapolis <laughs> Colts, salute or boot. Doc, what you got? Salute or boot. Indianapolis Colts. That's another tough one because I I watched some smooth games and um, I gotta I gotta give him a a salute because his schedule he plays some tougher opponents and I feel like he has a good system as far as like you know a good scheme and all that but he just doesn't finish out games. All right. And, you know. You got Rome salute a boot boot. And I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. Smooth is better than jumper and Kev. He is. He's not okay. playing like it. I've seen smooth, like Doc just said, play very competitive, played some really close games, keeps some really top users um, within reach. He's beaten the top dog in his division several times so far this cycle. He's given Malibu mm-hmm. a very tough time. Um, but I can't salute him. Because I feel like he should easily be number two in this division every single season, and he's not. You would think, you know, you, you would actually think that would be the case. Defensively, Smooth is very tough to go against. Very, very tough to go against. He, he's got a very good mindset when it comes to defense. Uh, he makes his man and cover three, not really much outside of that. Uh, but he mixes those two pretty well. Uh, he throws people off. He, he's got some really good raw talent on that team. He utilizes Jonathan Taylor the right way he's been struggling to find um you know a decent quarterback he did draft one but he's not having uh, a very good start to his career but like i said user wise he in my opinion is better than both jumper and kev and he's better than actually some of the other people in the afc um inside other divisions so i feel like he could he could work his way into a wild card spot we haven't seen it so yeah. I can't I can't salute him for downplaying the way he's been downplaying. Um, I hope he turns it around, but with the yeah. motions that he's going, uh, trying to figure out how to operate this offense uh, passing wise because his passing game even before he moved on to the rookie quarterback was abysmal. Um, and we saw a few games last season where he was leading and he ended up giving the lead away because he was forced to pass and he could not get it done. So, all right. And I will say this before we move on. Smooth. I feel like if we salute the coach Jordan and the Lions, we need to salute Coach Smooth and his coach. Because they're very, very similar in what they got going on. And I don't know if they need to trade quarterbacks or what. Mm. But if we're saluting the Lions, we got to salute the coach. And this that's, is why I would disagree with you before we move on. This is why I would disagree with you. Smooth. With with who? With who? Smooth with Doc. With Doc, okay, okay. he said just to be we're saluting Lions that we need to salute the Colts. This is why the Colts has been here Forever. for over six cycles. Mm-hmm. Smooth is not playing like smooth. Mm-hmm. He's not playing smooth at all. <laughs> points for, points for one hundred and forty points against two hundred forty one. He's three. And eight, and he's supposed to be a defensive coach, you know. And it, it it's just not. It, he's not. He's he's not doing it, you know. Lions is new, so you know we're giving him a a grace period, you know. A pass. And then yeah. 
He's getting a pass, and then he comes in and he beats two of the top-ranked teams in, in, in the division, Panthers being number one, Falcons was number two when they beat him, you know. So mm-hmm. there's a difference between their, 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 uh, their wins and losses, you know what I mean? That's why I would disagree with you with that. I feel but, that. But with that, yeah. we're um, gonna move on. To, we're gonna move on to this uh, to this uh, quick quick break, and then we're gonna come back with the next topic next on Pick Six. I want I want to, I want to get one last comment in before we move on. Because I, I, I want to I want to stick on this a little bit longer. Just just I'm not gonna talk too much. I just want to you know harp on. He, he do this every time, y'all. Wrong, <laughs> every time, like, it, I got a lot of respect yeah. for Smooth. Tons of respect, like. So much, um, but like, like, like you just said, Taco, that there's a reason why I'm I'm booting him, uh, and just because he's not living up to that smooth hype. So that's it. And then he cuts me off just to say the same thing I said. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like I said, we're going to the quick commercial break. We'll get back with show with the next topic. Welcome back to Pick Six. It's the one and only. You already know us. Be here with the boy Romy Rome, and we still got Doc here with us. Now we gonna get into the debate. Um, I got a coin here, Doc. All right. Mm-hmm. And the coin, of course, is heads or tails. Heads is myself. Tails is Romy Rome. I'm gonna flip it. Whoever the uh, side land on, that's who you debating. So who you want? Heads or tails? Heads always. Oh, <laughs> who did I say? That say heads with me or tails with Rome? What I say? Heads was you, stupid. Heads with me. All right. But it's tails. Mm. Mm. So mm. you debating well. You wanted the easier one, huh? It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> me and Taco agree a lot, so that that would have been that would have been easy. <laughs> I would dis- I would have disagreed with you on purpose, man. I mean, you don't think, bro? I'll tell you this, uh, Doc. I won't talk the entire time like I do with him to to win. All right, I'll let you. I'll you say. You only did that because you took an L. That's the reason we did that, man. Hey, all <laughs> I know is the Ravens window has officially closed. Okay, so you better shut up over there. All right, look, the, the debate this week is going to be. Keep in mind, people, we didn't tell Doc what the debate was going to be about. So he got to be on his toes for this one. It's going to be about this upcoming GDP. We got Vikes versus Chargers. The debate is going mm. to be about mm. who has the most to prove in this game. Mm-hmm. Man. Out of these two teams, you know, man, they got the same record. Pretty much both in a you know Chargers struggling a couple years ago last year. Now they they seem like they're on their game. Vikes seem like they're like in a kind of like on a you know tipping versus you know doing really good and then falling back to doing mediocre. But they're 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 they're, they're still doing Vike things. Who you think that? Uh, please start with you, Doc. Oh man, uh, who do I think is gonna win? Well, or who has the no, most approved? Who, who do you think has the most approved? So the GDP matchup this week is Vikings yeah. versus Chargers, right? Both oh, teams. Are, this, see both, you know what I'm saying? You can all, and you can also throw in who gonna win. I mean, who you think gonna win too? That don't hurt. You know, I mean, both, I, I can support both, the oh, argument. Man. Both teams are six and three. Keep that in mind. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy. Uh, first of all, GDP is doing a great job of picking these matchups. Man, we they're not missing with <laughs> with the competition we're getting on GDP. This game gonna be crazy. Um, I agree. 
But the most approved, it's got to be Coach Beast. And and like I said, nobody is talking about him right now. And he's in the AFC West, which nobody's considering as a competitive division. Right now, he's got the division on his back. And, and, And Coach Beast right now is out playing a lot of cats. And he's really been playing better football than DZ. But nobody's talking about it. And, mm. uh, yeah. And, and so, with this game, you know, everybody knows DZ goes to the conference championships. He, he had that record that season where he had only one loss. But, like, you guys were just coming off of Bash and Beast the last season, right? And, and now he's now he's only has three losses and nobody's talking about it. I think this is time for him to make his statement. With this dub on GDP right here, so I'm gonna give you the same treatment that I give this guy, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my piece right here because I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you. Um, and I'm, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not gonna talk too long. I'm gonna give you a chance to talk, but Vikings, <laughs> I feel like have a point to prove this week because we have seen the Vikings on game day prime in the past and how they looked abysmal, mm. terrible. They've competed. But then eventually they start to fall apart. They got destroyed in the Super Bowl. They got destroyed in the playoffs last season. And so far, they have not shown me anything that they are clear and capable of being able to get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, You know, I get your side about Beast, right? Because we did talk about Beast and how, you know, he's had a tough start. But at this point um, in the season with how he's doing, who's really competing with him in the AFC West? The the Chiefs – are continuing to have punishments on top of punishments for whatever reason for violating COVID protocol and, and um, not hiring, you know, the right coaches and doing some really bad things going on over there. But yeah, uh, the Vikings have lost to the Giants, who, in my opinion, is not a contending team in the NFC. They've proven that. They've had a, at least 40-plus points dropped on their heads several times throughout the season. Uh, they've lost Whoa. to the Bears, who, again, you would think they'd – play a little bit harder after getting blown out in the playoffs by them and the only really notable win well maybe two i'll give them two notable wins is the panthers and the packers in the last two weeks right vikings has to prove to us that they can perform on gdp and Mm. that the first season was not a fraudulent season that's just my take man yo sb respect for you having to like to debate this, you know, this <laughs> week in and week out, bro. First of all, bro, <laughs> Giants, <laughs> Giants is not a bad team. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I don't know what he got going on right now. He traded Saquon, so you know, you read what you sow. You know He's what not happens? A bad team. You know what happens when you win the division? Are you Coach supposed to be the mediator? <laughs> I just want to, I want to chime in here. You know what happens when you win the division, Coach Doc? Let me know what happens when you win the division. I mean, you uh, get in the it. following season, what happens? You get that first place schedule. You get that, yeah, you get that. It's schedule. a lot different than the third place schedule, ain't it? <laughs> You're not debating. Shut up. Over Continue. There. Continue. Yo, Continue. Yo, and, and so my my thing is is yeah, we could say DZ has he has to prove that he can play with the big lights on, but at least he's getting to the GDPs and the big lights. Beast is oh, not yeah. even – you know mm-hmm. what it takes to get on a GDP, right? You got to be a good team. You got to be a notable team that the people want to see, right? Mm-hmm. Beast hadn't even been on a GDP yet. And so – and why is that? Yeah, is, is it because he's not that guy? Is he not that team? 
So I, I feel like at least at least Deez is getting there. And yeah, he has to prove that he has to come up big in, in the big moments. But I feel like as long as Coach Beast has been here, he still has to kind of make his own statement game to say that he's here, that he's respectable on the schedule. That's for some reason not happening. So can you tell me uh, who's probably the most notable team that he's beaten this season? Mm. Ah, man, come on. I, I will say this. he sh- I barely beat him, bro. I barely beat him. I would say that I'm a notable team on the schedule, and I only beat him on a last-minute play. But as far as that game, he outplayed me the entire game. But, um, no, I cannot tell you who <laughs> who's notable that he's beaten on the schedule. But I mean, just to support the argument, right, uh, we, we can <laughs> talk about it a little bit. Uh I won't go too far into it, but you know he beat Ravens thirty to twenty eight. In my opinion, that's probably a notable. That's pretty notable. One. That's a notable. That's pretty one. notable. However, keep in mind the Ravens are uh, losing their their time. They're falling apart. Um, Bills, you know they beat thirty four thirty, or they lost. I'm that's sorry, a, they lost thirty four thirty. That's a good win. Good, they that's lost. Good win. They lost. Okay, so that's, oh. that's an AFC uh, playoff team. I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing at, at first. That, that's my bad. They did lose to you. They did lose to you. Um. Outside of that, I don't see any above 500 teams on this on this list. Are the Ravens well, over 500? Uh, I'm saying outside of that. Well, they're at 500. They're five right. five, right? So oh, okay, okay. Chiefs are having a tough start. Pats have been Pats. They got a new user now. Lions, uh, um, Cowboys, who you was your boot. Uh, Colts, who I said boot, and then Broncos. <laughs> they lost to the Broncos, so um, that's a tough divisional opponent. But outside that, I mean, I don't. Ravens is, is the only team I see on here that uh, we could probably give them a pat on the back for beating, but that's just yeah. me. Broncos is a sleeper, too. Don't he, he, Look him up. I know he's real quiet this season, but Broncos, he's he doing this thing. I think he just beat my guy Buzz, too, today with the Bears. Well, so, uh, we I think we can all agree that, that Buzz is having a very weird season. As he does. He, he's a playoff guy. He's one of those guys, like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, it's, it's a lock-in thing. It's an identity thing. And that's what we're seeing a lot of out of the AFC. Not as a whole, but as far as, like, you know, B schedule, he's facing a lot of guys that are having those issues with identity, those issues with winning games and closing them out. So I don't think it's as cupcake as you think. Um you know, if we go back to our salute and boots, it's the same, you know, a lot of guys that's on B schedule. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I feel like he's utterly slept on. He, he is. And, and this isn't a discredit to peace. I know I just talked about the schedule a little bit to support my argument, right? But at the same time, he has improved immensely. He's having a, a, a phenomenal start um, to the season. Uh, six and three is, is definitely not something to, to be shy on, unless you're a team that doesn't beat any 500 teams like some other teams that we have in FML, but um, to me, DZ and the Vikings, right? Uh, this game is not a game that they can afford to lose. Uh, they have a, a fairly tougher schedule going forward after this game. Chargers can lose this game and still be in clear contention to win that division. Can we agree that yourself and the Vikings right now are, are competing for the number one spot in the uh, NFC North? Oh, absolutely. Especially right. after so, the day. Yeah. So you have Chargers this week, Koozie next week, who you think is easy but may not be easy to DZ. Um, Raiders, 
<laughs> honestly, Raiders has, has beaten some tough teams in the past. To me, that's a win, though, for, for DZ. The Bucks, who have a five-game win streak right now. Uh, the Bears, who have beaten them already at, at one point in the season. Um, they can pull that one out. Packers, you, week 17. And then the Falcons, who have not beat above 500 team yet. But, however, they still have a winning record. Um, so you can't necessarily just count them out at the end of the season, right? So so Vikings, really, they can't afford to lose its GDP. So, so to me, it's a very tough schedule. So that's why I'm saying – it, it's not only the fact that they haven't been able to perform in the brightest moments so far. It's the fact that they also can't really afford to lose this game. Uh, Vikings, in my opinion, has the most to prove and the most to lose out of this matchup. Um, Beast could easily take this loss and move on and still make the AFC playoffs. Vikings, in a tough NFC conference, could lose this game and lose a few more games throughout the rest of the schedule and possibly be a six or seven seed, maybe even get bounced out. So um, I don't think that's going to happen. In my opinion. All right, so, so I got something for both of y'all right here to close it out. Mm-hmm. Who is going to – y'all already told us who, who who has the most to prove. Who, who is going to win? So, oh, Chargers, easy. Oh, easy. Chargers, easy. Easy. Yes, you heard and it I can tell you why. Easy. It's easy. So, let me – So, is this bias speaking or is this – No, no, no. Let him talk because no, I think I know where he's going I both of them. This is going to go – Doc, is this going to go off of the fact that maybe Dalvin Cook will be benched? No, 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 no. Dalvin Cook is a monster, by the way. He played a great part in me losing to the Vikings. I'm, he's going to lose because of this. And, um, I mean, I don't want to give away too many, you know, things before the game. But No, go ahead. DZ, on, man. DZ plays – he's kind of like a, a baseline guy. You know, mm-hmm. he sets up his scheme to where there's a lot of one-on-one matchups. Mm-hmm. And I've played Beast. And out of everybody that I've played, as far as we, you know, we had this big user click on thing that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Out of everybody that's that does not have a, a problem with user click on, and that's Beast. Anybody outside of me, he's catching more jump balls, more 50-50 balls. If there's one-on-one matchups, he's going to win the majority of those matchups. Because of the one on ones. Yes, he has the skill to kind of. I mean, it helps when you have Ramsey, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, on offense, even offense not even offense. not oh, even with offense, uh, okay. interceptions. Yeah, with the tight end, with Keenan Allen, surprisingly, and, and the other receiver that he has. Keenan Allen's big time, though. He's big time, and he hasn't yeah. regressed too much either. Yeah, he's big time. Yes. I, I think a lot of those matchups. <laughs> He's gonna put it on, and that running back. Oh my God, the, uh, hey, the yeah, I, running I, back. Yeah, I think, I think we talked about him on uh, the, the first episode of the season. Yeah, he's he's a problem. He is. Oh a my problem. God. He's, he's a problem. He that, runs like beast mode, and, and that's yeah. two problems that I see in DZ's game that he has trouble handling, and that's the run, that's the run game, and then winning one on one matchups. And so I got charges easy. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. You obviously don't have the Chargers, so. No. No, I, I do, actually. Oh. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not going to lay my last. This one. Uh, I still think that the Vikings have the most to prove. That hasn't changed. However, we've seen DZ's pride get in the way so far. We've seen him slip away some games, and we've seen him mess up on GDP. And I don't think that's going to change this week. I think. Beast is ready for the moment. Beast has been on GDP in previous cycles. 
So he has some experience. He's a playoff contending user in the past. Uh, I believe he's made a Super Bowl in previous cycles, lost one, but he still made it. Um, so he's used to those big moments. That Super Bowl, however, was actually on GDP, unlike DZ's. Well, <laughs> DZ's was on GDP, and we saw what happened. Yeah, he had one. We saw what happened, right? <laughs> it was under the lights. It was on GDP. I'm sorry. I had to correct myself there. Um Beast has performed under the big moments. He has the roster that's ready to, to compete. Like Doc just said, DZ struggles versus the run game. He struggles uh, one-on-one uh, just because his secondary is not really there yet when it comes to competing with some faster, bigger receivers. Uh, you think they would be because of the fact that they have to face uh, MVS and Mike Evans twice a season, but they're not. Uh, there's still some a lot of speed there. Some some really good uh, schemes. I think that DZ does come up with defensively. Season one, Absolutely. I felt like his his defensive scheme was probably one of the best schemes that we saw to start off the mm-hmm. cycle. Um, but it's going to come down to personnel this game, I think, and also coaching. And I think DZ is or not DZ Beast is going to take advantage of DZ's mistakes this game. I feel like DZ mm-hmm. is going to get stuck in some situations where he kind of overthinks, which we've already seen. And that's gonna put him in a, in a in a tough spot. Um, I can definitely dig it. Yeah, I'm gonna cut y'all off right there, man. <laughs> how, you, how you feeling, Doc? Ah, uh, that's a tough one, man. Rome Rome brought up some great points, man. It's it's really tough to to disagree with that one, but at the same time, man, at the end of the day, once again, who's checking for beast right now? No one. He only has three Absolutely losses. No one. no one. Who's checking for him, bro? <laughs> All right. And this is his statement game. So there we go. There you have it, folks. That was Doc's first debate, man. You did a good job, man. I'm gonna tell you right. You did a good job. <laughs> you you lucky I didn't go as in on you as I normally do with Taco. You know, this is your courtesy. <laughs> you I, I do I do I do feel like Romy Rome held it back a little bit. I was a little yeah, upset. Yeah. He did. He definitely <laughs> did. I could I could feel it. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and get back with some stuff around the league, and that's gonna close out the show. Be right. What's right. going on? It's the one and only you already know SB, and I'm here to spread the word. Which is make sure you tune in every week to the FML network Monday and Friday, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern to catch Game Day Prime. That's right. Hand-picked games are the best matchups broadcasted live by the award-winning FML crew. That's every week, Monday and Friday, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern. You do not want to miss this. You did. Right, welcome back to Pick 6, the one and only already know SB here with the boy Romy Rome. Still got Doc in the building. It's a couple of quick things going around the league. Uh, how about the Bucks? Hail Mary victory versus Jacksonville Jaguars. That was crazy. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, what's his name? Uh, Jordan, Jordan Love or Julian Love? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. Jordan Love. Four hundred plus yards passing, four TDs. Oh my god! That was a game that I felt like the Bucks could have easily have fallen apart. Ending that first half, twenty-eight ten, right? Twenty-eight ten. It was down. Yeah, down twenty-eight ten. Especially. When you're at the point in the season where it's kind of make or break for them, because they started off one and four, so for them to win four in a row and now five, that's that's big for them. You, oh, yeah. that's crazy. I, I I had a conversation with Coach Jerome and Malibu, and I told him I said you can win that game, and don't be surprised if you win that game. And, and it came down to you know something crazy, but 
that that game just kind of shows you how the Bucks are playing this year. This is another team that's been slept on this year, but uh, Jordan Love, man, has made leaps and bounds what? from last season to this season. Oh, you can make it's a uh, you you can definitely attest to that. He was on your team. Yeah, and I I I'm that was happy a part of the Mike Evans stream. Trade, you know, right? That was the Mike Evans trade, so I'm cool. I just want to see the man flourish. So, and and okay. he had a development season. He had some growing pains last year, but the way that that man is playing right now, he's playing kind of like out. how Mac Jones is with the Patriots right now. Falling out. He, you know, standing tall in the pocket, making making crazy throws. So, y'all watch out for the Bucks, man. I know that was a crazy dub, but, hey, the Bucks, the Bucks, you know, they're going to compete. So, you got wrong. So, uh, surprisingly enough, the Steelers actually beat the Cards this week. Um, Wait, what? That's, yeah, 17 to 14. Uh, you know, I, that's why I kind of, I, I was over there grinning. I was, yeah, an FML. <laughs> I was grinning a little bit when, when Doc was talking about how uh, one-dimensional DZ may be. And it looks like Peyton and the Pittsburgh Steelers thought of that as well. Um, they did a, a good job. Jared Goff. Manage that game perfectly. Anytime I feel like you you can keep the cards to fourteen points and get that win, that's huge. That's that's big time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. Personally, um, <laughs> according to him, according to him, Kuzi gave the game away with a couple miss you know miss field goals and a fake punt that went you know that was a dud. Okay. okay. So yeah. Well, neither here nor there. In those kind yeah, of situations, it, 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 teams have to obviously respond. And Kyler Murray didn't throw a touchdown this game. So, mm. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. One more thing I want to touch on is um, the Eagles. Their last game, or well, that last game, one of their games this week. Um, Jalen Hurts almost had a perfect game: nineteen of twenty, two hundred forty-eight yards passing. Shout out to the Eagles. Boston has been doing good things with the Eagles, man. He's been man. doing good things this year. Who did? Who did he beat? I believe that game was the Jets. However, I'm talking about just to- in totality of the season. Oh, okay. In totality of the season, he's been doing good things with the Eagles, man, because uh, he, he, he's been kind of one of the bottom feeders in the NFC East. And this year, he's 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 made leaps and bounds. Like uh, he, he's, It's like his defense is coming into his own. He got some nice corners. The X-Factors are starting, find, starting to, uh, to play. And um, it was like I said, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, 19 to 20. 20 that they, QB, QBR, 158. That's that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. doesn't matter who you play when you perform like that. And it was a, yeah, it was exactly. a Dolphin, it was a Dolphin exactly. by the way, not the Jets. Oh, Dolphin, um, okay. Which is, boo, Joe, you know. <laughs> uh, but I will agree that that the Eagles have looked better. I, it kind of goes with what Doc was saying earlier about Jordan Love leaps and bounds ahead of last season. Eagles is kind of starting to look that way as an organization because um, yeah. – I think we can all agree that we probably expected the commanders over there to have full control of that division. That hasn't been the case so far. So, yeah, I, I love what 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 Boston is doing with the Eagles this year, and uh, he's kind of, from what I've seen, he's kind of running more of an option style offense to where he's, you know, one, two, three reads, but it's working great for him, which is why you're seeing George, uh, Jalen Hurts have such a great, you know, QB rating. His his scheme right now is is working, and you know so it's going to be interesting to see what he does moving forward. He should have been on the honorable mentions for Saluda Boot. Mm. Oh, that's, that's how you feel? 
Yeah, he, he's <laughs> balling this year. From what I've seen, he, he's balling this year. Yeah. Okay. A lot of respect from Doc today. A lot and, of respect. And, and a little bit of disrespect. Too much, too much respect. <laughs> too much respect. <laughs> hey, what do, man? Hey, with that being said, Doc, I want to thank you for being uh being on the show with us, being yes. our first guest. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely hey, appreciate yeah. you. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that you come back and next time, if for whatever reason we have to debate again, don't expect me to go as easy on you. Just yeah, I need that. <laughs> I, need, I need what I've been seeing in the last episodes. Gave, man, you, so. gave you a little bit of a courtesy there. Uh, yeah. But don't uh, don't expect that going forward. <laughs> yeah, man. So I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Appreciate you guys for your service to this country. Oh, yeah. uh, and this show has been crazy as well. So appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thanks for the support. Hey, make sure y'all tune in Monday night. Got Chargers versus Vikes on on GDP. You're not gonna want to miss that game. Trust me, you're not gonna want to miss that game. And we gonna close it. Tighten up. What you say? say? And you know, obviously, we got a lot of viewers right now that are gonna be tuning into Pick Six. Make sure you 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 listen up to uh, Doc's show. It's called Bless Them, right? Right, Doc. Yeah, I was oh, just yeah. about to oh, throw yeah. a little, a little yeah, plug yeah, in, man, because I only got 17 views for the one with Taco, and that's one of the best uh, episodes I had on here. Yeah, man. So, man, y'all go check out House Call on Blessing Radio, mm-hmm. on Anchor. It's the same platform on Spotify. If you got that, go check it out. It's I a, need 32 of them. It's a great, it's a great show. Uh, honestly, I love it, and I, I was really excited to know that you were joining us. So, uh, for those of you that that enjoy listening to us, man, you're gonna love that show even more. Not as much, appreciate that. but, you know, about the same. <laughs> appreciate that. Nah, this show, this show <laughs> is it, bro. Appreciate it. All right, y'all, man. Thanks for showing up. I'll let y'all next time.